Get ready for biblical preaching and teaching. I am Pastor Adam Bigelow. Isn't it time to get unstuck? This is the Reaching Forward Podcast. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. There was a job posting that said, we're looking for a self-starter. So the man looking for a job called up and said, he said, I called them up and told them I was hired. (laughs) You know, a lot of times I like to look at one word that blind Bartimaeus The Bible said that as Jesus passed by blind Bartimaeus, he was by the highway side and he was begging. He heard that it was Jesus and the one word, and it was from a different verse of scripture, but the same word, and I'd like to end with that in the message. The Bible said when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began. He began. And as I was reading the Word of God the other day, and I'd like to share it a little bit later, it was a different scripture. The word began just jumped out at my heart. And so I would like to look at the Word of God, and I would like to preach the thought of a message, let's begin. Sometimes you're in a situation and you're thinking, where do I start? How do I start? When do I start? You know, sometimes it can be, you know, maybe you're trying to change your, your, your health or you're trying to change your marriage. You're trying to change maybe your, your career, your job. And you say, well, preacher, where do I begin? You know, beginnings are really a blessing. They're exciting. Well, first of all, I would like to share how to begin. The Bible said when he heard what? That it was Jesus. He began. I would like to recommend that you begin with God. Begin with God. Jesus is always a beginning. Why? Didn't he himself say, I am Alpha. That's the first letter of the Greek alphabet. And he said, I'm Omega. And he also, Jesus is everything in between. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, right? You know, like they said that what, what begins with T has T in the middle and ends with T. Teapot. But Jesus Christ begins, and he is the beginning Every time you go to Jesus, he said, I am the beginning. And he said, preacher, I want to start over. The real way to start over, we can just read the first four words. If you didn't get that, get with me later on the joke, okay? Amen. (laughs) I see all the reactions. Some people are like, what? Other people are like, "Mm." oh, and they get it. And other people are whispering to their neighbor, right? The Bible says in the first four words of Genesis, the the most read scripture in the Bible. It's the most read. Why? Because people start at the beginning, right? And it says, in the beginning, God. 
You know that I look, I look at many people, they attempt to change their lives and there's all kinds of help shows and there's all kinds of uh, people that read horoscopes and there's all types of TV shows and I won't name names, but you know, they're life coaches and they'll, they'll tell you how to do this or how to do that or tips and tricks and hacks. I don't know a lot of tips and tricks and hacks, but I know if you want to start over, if you want to begin, you've got to get to Jesus. The Bible said in the beginning, God. Now in the New Testament, it expands that. In the Gospel of John, we find a similar verse of Scripture. It says in John chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning. Huh. But it's similar. It's not the same. It says, in the beginning was the Word. The Word? And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And then if you read verse 2, it says, the same was in the beginning with God. So as they begin to talk about Jesus in the Gospel of John, they're saying that he is not the Father, but he is the same God as the Father. And then it says, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. You know that the Bible said without Jesus, we can do nothing. But with God. All things are possible. Say, preacher, I need a beginning. Well, blind Bartimaeus heard that it was Jesus and blind Bartimaeus began. You see, when we need a beginning, it seems so simple, preacher. But you know, I have a daughter who's eight and, and I know because I have, I, you know, kids, you see yourself in them. And you see when they have like a, a rotten attitude, my daughter makes a frowny face. And she, I mean, it's funny because it doesn't look very scary but i mean she tries to look all scowly and she she you know screws up all of her all of her um uh her face and and everything and i was like eh, just go look in the mirror i tell her just go look in the mirror i mean it, it's funny if i could take a picture i try to take a picture and then just show her but I see that in myself, I don't know if you've ever looked at yourself in the mirror, when you had a bad attitude and you saw that it was affecting other people and you looked around, go look at yourself in the mirror because you look the same. And your attitude, it just, it shows on your face. Oh, preacher, I'm, there's one preacher years ago, he was behind the pulpit and he said, I'm happy today. And you know, someone said in a song, if you're happy, notify your face. <laughs> but his face wasn't notified. And he was, I know that he was probably thinking of something else. But you see, that when we want to change our attitude, that we can change just like that. We can decide to say, you know what? I can change. Blind Bartimaeus was just sitting there. But when he heard it was Jesus, he began. He just began to cry out. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. So we begin with God, but also say, preacher, I'm waiting until January 1st. A lot of people say that. That's the time of new beginnings. Brethren, new beginnings are wherever you start with Jesus. A real beginning. So preacher, I want to turn over a new leaf. You know, some people say that that's what they want to do to change. Brethren, you can turn over the whole tree, but unless you get to Jesus, it won't be a solid beginning. But wherever you are, you can 
Begin with God, wherever you are. Right now, in the, at the end of the year, people say, preacher, shouldn't you be preaching about the end of the year? Beginnings are for January. Beginnings are wherever you want to meet with Jesus and start. The Bible said he began. He was blind. He was probably broke. You know the difference between broke and poor? I'm, I've been pretty close to broke. I saved some money one time, like, woohoo! Then my wife got a double ear infection. And then they sent me a bill. You know you can bargain with hospitals if you don't have insurance? I didn't know that. So they sent me a bill and I paid it. There went my savings. <laughs> Said, preacher, were you broke? I was, I, I, I was pretty much broke. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I, but I wasn't poor. Right. Because I've got God. So preacher, does that really mean anything? It yes. really means something. If you've got no money and you've got God, well, God doesn't work in the medical field. Let me tell you a recent illustration. Went for a flu shot and it was 10 bucks for my daughter, okay? I don't have coverage. We're self-pay. We're like the weirdos that walk in there. You know, we actually have to pay the whole bill. So $10 is a bonus. And I'm like, okay, let's go do it. So we get ready to go on Saturday. And I told my wife, I don't have $10. (laughs) I didn't. I had some in another place, but my budget was exhausted for the week. And I told my wife, can I borrow some money? <laughs> I'll pay you back, right? And then my daughter, we, we worked something out where my daughter had some cash and she was going to put it in investments. So I said, well, I'll just invest it. Well, I was going to invest it on Monday and use her money to pay for her own flu shot. So, so we get to the doctor and we fill out the form. I say my daughter's not pregnant and all these other things. They make you fill all this stuff out. She's eight. <laughs> got the flu shot and got the flu shot, walked out to pay. And it was $10, right? And my form said self-pay. It said it on the top. Someone wrote that. And so I looked at the secretary and she looked at me and she said, no, you're good. You're good. And I said, no, no, no. We've done this before, right? <laughs> no. I said, we're self-pay. And she goes something like, I know. You're good. You're good. So I just handed the form back in and we walked out. And I remember telling my wife, it's like, man, even if you don't have any money, God's like, you've got me. And you say, oh, preacher, it doesn't happen. Just yesterday it happened. You know, when you cry out, let's begin to trust Jesus. If you've got medical coverage, if you've got insurance, man, thank God for it. I recommend it. But if you don't, You can begin by saying, God, you're all that I need. If you've got Jesus, you've got enough. Begin with God wherever that you are. When Jesus said he's always the beginning, you see beginners are not defined by definitions as experts. We don't know everything. You know that I believe God keeps us as beginners many times. That we're just like children. We say, God, I don't know how this is going to work out. Have you ever felt that way? Shouldn't I know more by now? Well, you know what? Maybe we should know more to be like little children and say, Jesus, whatever you want. God, I can believe it. I don't know. I don't want to get to become an expert. Now, we just went through COVID, and I guess we're still going through it. Then we're not. Then the president says it's over, and then it's not. And the people say this is what's going to happen, and that's what's going to happen. And all these experts, okay? They're all experts with little pointy heads, and everyone's like, well, this is what's inevitable. 
They're not always right, are they? I mean, you heard some of this stuff that was said? Crazy, right? Experts aren't always right. You know, I don't want to be an expert all the time. I want to just trust God and what God says. Because you see, even when we think we know sometimes what's going on, isn't it a blessing that Jesus comes and says, hey, if you'll listen, let me tell you how to do this. If you really want to begin. There was a man named uh, Nicodemus. And he came to Jesus by night. And he said, we know you're of God, right? We know there's something special. And you know what he said? He said, verily, verily, he said, I say unto you, you must be born again. And you know what, Blind Bartim, oh, you know what, Nicodemus, he said, how is a man going to enter into his mother's womb and be born, listen, when he is old. And I thought, hmm, I wonder if blind Bartimaeus wasn't a 20-something. I wonder if he was a 40-something or a golden, you know, if he, if he got discounts at the buffet, right? But, you know, a lot of times when we get old and, we're, and Jesus said, art thou not a master in Israel? You're supposed to be the expert. But I'm thankful, you know, the experts aren't always right. But thank God. Blind Bartimaeus found out that you could begin with Jesus. Nicodemus found out that you could begin with Jesus. Wherever that we are, if we can start with God, we can get a solid beginning. You say, oh, preacher, but I'm old. Can I start out? You can start out wherever you meet Jesus. Wherever you meet Jesus, you can begin. You see that there's a false truth. You know, it's called a lie. That when you get older, it's like, preacher, I'm too old. I can't start over. I'm, I'm done. I'm finished. And maybe uh, you thought that, you know, I've messed up or I've done this or I've done that or I used to go to church or I used to do these other things. There was a man who was uh, going to retire. He got his first social security check. $105. Woohoo! This is some years ago, okay? He looked at that social security check and he's like, he's 65 and he's like, Oh, no, (laughs) that's not going to work, right? So, preacher, I'm sorry. When you retire, that's it. That's all. You can't start over again. You know, the devil's a liar. So, preacher, I've already been through this and been through that. So had this man. He had been through his marriage and been through all kinds of things. But he knew how to make chicken. He did? Yeah, he knew how to make chicken. He had sold his restaurant. He had a restaurant. So he jumped in his car and he began. So, preacher, you can't do that. What happened? They told him no. But you know that a lot of people will tell you no when you start beginning with God. What did they do with blind Bartimaeus? He cried out. They said, be quiet. Hold your peace. And you know, a lot of people, when you start going to church, you start paying your tithe. And when you begin to serve God, you say, you know what? Now I'm going to begin to live a righteous life. And you tell your girlfriend, I'm not sleeping with you anymore. Oh, preacher, that's getting kind of rough. No, it's getting kind of real. Because when you begin to do right, people are just, well, everybody does that. You know that uh, there's going to be a fight when you begin. But you know what? If you begin and you have enough guts to begin... Keep going with what you know. Blind Bartimaeus didn't know anything, but he's like, hey, he just cried out the more a great deal. He didn't quote scriptures. He's just like, Jesus, Jesus. And this man that had the chicken recipe, he didn't know anything. Uh, He just, hey, you want to buy my chicken recipe? No. 
Okay, you want to buy my chicken recipe? No. A thousand and nine times they told him no. Until someone said, okay. Was it an 11 blend of 11 herbs and spices or something like that? Seasonings? His name was Colonel Harlan Sanders. So he was 65 traveling by car with nothing but a message of beginning. I'm going to start over. By 1964, he had 600 franchises. What he did, he sold his recipe. And he sold his company for $2 million. How old was he? He was 75. You know what? And that just started. His, his, his blessings began to grow. But it all started with the beginning. And he realized wherever he was, said, oh, preacher, it's not too late. And the devil's such a liar. He said, it's too late. Brethren, it's not too late. You still have breath. God's still dealing with your heart. Let's begin. And you know, the last thing is my wife comes to the piano. When you begin. And God dealt with my heart as I was reading this, perhaps yesterday. And I didn't want to use it for my scripture, but uh, you see, in Second Chronicles, there was an account when the children of Israel came up against three different armies. Three different armies. Second Chronicles chapter 20. And the Bible said, the children of Moab and the children of Ammon. And the Bible said, and with them other beside the Ammonites. Three different armies. And maybe you feel like that in your life. I got this going on, preacher. I got that going on. I got the other going on. I have a, I have a, a, a car that is celebrating the Christmas season. All my dash lights are on. So it's like one's red, yellow. I've got three ornaments. Preacher, that's no laughing matter. Yes, it is when you begin with Jesus. You see, because your problems aren't as big as God. And you say, well, preacher, one for the Moabites, one for the Ammonites. I think I got three lights on, right? I got the Moabites, the Ammonites, and the children of Seir. And they're all on, and they're all, one of them's blinking. I got a blinking light on my Christmas tree, and it says, break, break, break. But I can still stop, thank God. So, preacher, what's going on? In Second Chronicles, Jehoshaphat had an idea. He got to the prophet and said, what do we do? And the prophet gave him some wisdom. He said, you've got to appoint singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army, he had all these singers and they would say, praise ye the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And listen, and when they began, when they started, when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which, excuse me, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. I mean, he just destroyed the enemy. When did he do it? When they began. All they had to do is begin. You know, that simple prayer of faith, it can break all the, bl- the lies of the devil. That simple prayer of repentance can break all of the chains of sin when you begin. You know, when you begin to forgive, when you begin to love, when you begin to trust, it's right at the beginning when God begins to do his work. And brethren, he can do so much more than we can. 
The Bible says in Mark chapter 16 and verse 20, the Bible said, and they went forth after Jesus rose from the dead and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. You know that God confirms what we begin with. And if we're going to begin with faith, if we're going to begin with trust, God will confirm it with his word. I was at a church conference a couple years ago. And after the church conference, I saw this gentleman outside. And I looked at him. And you know you know somebody. And you know you know somebody from somewhere. You know, just in your databanks. And I looked at this guy and I said, I said, I know you from Bible school. And he said, no. He said, I, not, not me. He said, I went to Bible school in the 90s. And I said, so did I. <laughs> I do remember who I knew who I was talking about. I didn't remember his name, just his face. You know, like you see someone on a milk carton and they've got the age progressed face. Well, I, I saw, I knew it was him. And basically he said, you know, I kind of did my own thing. I don't know exactly what he said. This was in the 90s because I don't remember him after Bible school. I, you know, did my own thing. He had moved, I think, up to a different state where there was no church. But one day he was surfing the net, right? And he came upon, I believe it was Pastor Keckle, a gospel message of New Testament Christian Church. And whatever happened, he heard the message he started driving to a different state where we had a church. And he popped back into conference and he was excited and he was serving God. And the next conference he was there, I think I've seen him at two or three conferences. And what are you saying? You know what? I, I know his name now, I call him by his name as an abbreviation, but you know what? It's never too late to begin. So preacher, but he stopped, it doesn't matter. He began. And you know when he began, God works with that heart. And it doesn't matter so much what you've done, but what are you going to begin to do right now? And with heads bowed and eyes closed, if he can begin and blind Bartimaeus can begin and receive his sight, I don't know how old he was, but he had a hopeless situation until Jesus came and he began. And we sang that song, Pass Me Not. You see, he had one more chance because Jesus was headed to be crucified, but he didn't let Jesus pass by. He began. And he didn't quit. And brethren, then God stopped. And God called him. And God granted him his sight. And he started to follow Jesus in the way. He had a new beginning. Brethren, we can begin. Let's find a place to pray. There's a beginning wherever you meet with Jesus. And you mean business with God. There is a beginning to your situation getting solved with God. There is a beginning to the new life with God. And there's a beginning, no matter how old you are, you can start over. Fresh and clean, new and forgiven, restored, renewed, refreshed. And maybe this holiday season's got you down. We'll, we'll begin again now. Just do that reset with Jesus Christ and say, God, give me the peace that passes all understanding. I need it in this holiday season. So much is going on. You can have it right now because he is our peace. Lord, have your way, God. Lord, have your way, God.